Oh, hi, everybody. My name is Matt Stores, and welcome to Matt's Planning. On today's episode, I have an expert who I have been very excited to talk with for some time. Expert, please introduce yourself and tell us what you're an expert in. Hi, my name is Steve Mandel. I also go by Negative Steve, and I am an expert in all things Godzilla. Fantastic. I have always loved Godzilla. According to my kindergarten teachers, they weren't my kindergarten teachers per se. They were like the after school program people. Sure. They said, Matt has been talking about Godzilla pretty consistently every day in the after school program. And that's because a lot of you didn't know this, but Matt's first words, they weren't mom or dad or anything like that. But his first word was Godzilla. And so people laughed at that. And then I went home to ask my parents and I was like, oh, was my first word Godzilla? And my parents were like, what do you mean? Why are you (laughs) asking? And so for years, I was convinced that my first word was Godzilla. And then like my parents were like shocked that people had found out for some reason or like my parents had told these people and were surprised that they told them or had told other people. So I feel I've always felt a strong connection to Godzilla. Godzilla, uh, the original came out on my birthday, uh, the day, but not the year. I'm not actually as old as Godzilla. And what I've loved about Godzilla, and a lot of people don't know this, is that he, the original Godzilla was a man in a suit. And he was walking around these model sets of cities. And that's how you get the destruction and everything like that. And all of the other monsters also guys in suits and they've kept that tradition going and all the modern godzilla movies they still do the men in the suits but one of the trends that kind of happened with the matthew broderick godzilla movie is that they needed to do motion capture because they needed to be able to use cgi and stuff like that and so the trend started then with matthew broderick and john reno that Uh, the head actors in the films would actually get into the suit and get the motion capture balls attached to the old style suit. And then they would motion capture uh, a man in a Godzilla suit engaging in all of the activities. And so like all the Godzilla CGI Godzillas still are a man in a suit. It's just been CGI'd over. And so they, they kept that up with the Brian Cranston one the the ones all of the modern ones and then even in the spinoffs for instance people think like Andy Serkis probably has been doing stuff like that but actually it's Tom Hiddleston in the King Kong movie going around in that and John C. Riley was actually quite upset when that happened because he had originally signed on as King Kong and had that other role basically to support it. And he had all these really, really great ideas he wanted to bring to the role, but they had to keep tradition alive of the head actor being in that role. And then I think another thing that a lot of people overlook is the persistence of the various different monsters and you have spinoffs. So like King Ghidorah's big, big fan favorite, Mecha, Godzilla, all of the robots. One of the things they don't talk about with all the Mecha Godzillas, Mecha Ghidorahs, and all of these things, is where they get all the supplies and uh, mechanized machines. It, it seems like within days they're able to mechanize these these monsters, uh, but there's no real like factories and like 
anything and you could say oh it's aliens and everything like that but aliens need to build things too and then you also have the aliens like Gigan who has a big razor blade in his chest that is kind of like a chainsaw. He was a personal favorite of mine when I was a kid. And that one has a really, Godzilla has to, it's it's a two-on-one. It's a standard two-on-one, non-tagged style match, like a tornado two-on-one sort of thing. And he's got to take on King Ghidorah and again at the same time. And there's a guy in that one who's like eating corn and has like corn wrapped up and he like uses the corn in the metal, like the tinfoil as like a gun, like a fake gun. And then he's just eating corn for the rest of the movie. And I, (laughs) and I was always so confused on that. And then the aliens turn out to be cockroaches at the end. Sorry to spoil it, but (laughs) they turn out to be cockroaches and like they burn to death at the end when obviously Godzilla wins. But I think that ultimately Godzilla is is a fantastic narrative character because not only can he tell us about climate change or man's insistence on science that they don't understand, but he can also be a critique on capitalism. He can be a critique on using corn for inappropriate purposes. He can be a critique on giving too much money to people in the early 2000s under the pretense that they were going to make a movie that they didn't really understand the source material. <laughs> so I think that Godzilla is a, is a great thing, and I feel like it can unite us all. Now, based on what you've heard so far about how much of that would you say was accurate? Surprisingly, a, a large amount of that was accurate. Okay. Uh, like 75% maybe. Oh, okay. Um, I, I can't speak to your birthday being the same as Godzilla's or your first words. Right. Yeah, I was I was hoping that somebody out there might know what my actual first words were and like maybe it had spread further. But yeah, that's 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 more of a conversation I need, a serious conversation I need to have with my parents. Also, I don't believe, and I'm not sure on this, I'm sure the internet will correct us, but I don't think that they they still use guys in suits anymore. I think that since like the 90s or early 2000s, they've gone to completely CG. Okay. Sorry, John C. Riley. Yeah, I mean, I think John C. Riley would have done a great job. He would have been a fantastic Kong. Yeah, he really would have. When did you first get into Godzilla? I got into Godzilla when I was six or seven. We were in, in elementary school, we were doing a, a, a topic on dinosaurs. So I became mm-hmm. obsessed with dinosaurs. As you do. As you do at that age. And I stayed home sick one day and I watched a movie called Destroy All Monsters, Hell yeah. which featured at the time, I think all of the monsters from the Godzilla franchise, plus a couple of others that they just had lying around. Mm-hmm. And so that was really kind of what hooked me, because, I mean, what's the point of a dinosaur if it's not breathing atomic fire? That's just lame. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you have, they have no evidence that dinosaurs didn't breathe atomic fire. And they they can say everything they want, but all they got is a bunch of fossilized bones. They don't even have the, all the skin. They don't have all the fat. They don't have all the muscle. They don't have the devices that were implanted in them to allow them to breathe atomic fire. Exactly. And the, the atomic fire is probably why we don't have the fi- the fossil records. It just all got burned and rendered away. Exactly. And that makes that makes perfect sense. That, That's a theory that they don't the, the scientists out there don't want you to hear. <laughs> one of many. Mm-hmm. So one other thing that I had to take 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 you to task for is okay. that we never mentioned the Matthew Broderick Godzilla. 
Oh, okay. Okay. That is the, that is anathema to the the Godzilla oeuvre. Okay. And what about the cartoon spinoff of the Matthew Broderick Godzilla? That one was was not bad. The, of, of the of the animated Godzilla series, that is probably my favorite. Okay. That's fantastic. Um, there were, I believe, there were three. There was one that came out in the seventies that had Godzuki that some okay. people remember. And then there was the one that was the spinoff of the Matthew Broderick. And there is a three-part like anime series currently on Netflix from about five years ago. Oh, very cool. That's fantastic. What is your favorite Godzilla, besides Godzilla himself, what is your favorite Godzilla monster? I have always been a big fan of Anguirus. Anguirus shows up in the, the second movie, Godzilla Raids Again. And at first, like like all superheroes, whenever they meet, they have to fight, and then right. they reconcile and they become friends. So Anguirus kind of fulfills the role of, of Godzilla's sidekick in several of the, the following films. Oh, fantastic. Is that, correct me if I'm wrong, is that the one that kind of looks like an Ankylosaurus, but like yes. more spiky? Oh, that's yes. very cool. I always, I, I always liked him because he did seem like, yeah, I mean, he ultimately did seem like Godzilla's sidekick in a lot of ways. Yeah, he was a buddy. They actually, uh, in, in one in one scene, they actually get to have a conversation, which mm-hmm. I think is 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 also kind of anathema, but it happened. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and and he can roll himself up into a big spiky ball. Oh, that's right. always fun. Yeah, that's right. I I forgot that. Yeah, that was so cool because and he like at one point does Godzilla launch him at something? I believe so. Oh, that's so cool. I love that. Yeah, I, I remember him like flying through the air at one point and I was like, oh, that's so that's, it's just, it's the I, this is a weird statement, but the problem solving <laughs> skills of these giant monsters is just shocking and amazing. And I just I loved it. Right. As, uh, I loved it as a kid and I remember being like the sci-fi channel or something like that you're playing it was like they'd have like godzilla weekend and they would play as many right. godzilla movies as possible and i remember being like oh no this is my shark week i just have to turn this <laughs> on and i gotta i gotta watch it uh do you have a particularly uh favorite uh godzilla I Look, have movie? always enjoyed, you mentioned Gigan. Mm-hmm. I liked, Gigan was always one of my favorites. Godzilla versus Megalon is as close as Godzilla gets to professional wrestling. Okay. Where it's basically Gigan and Megalon versus Godzilla and Jet Jaguar. Okay. And I, I have never confirmed this, but you really get the idea that the guys in the suits in this one are pro wrestlers. Hell yeah, uh, that's this awesome. is. I believe this is the origin of the infamous Godzilla tail slide that you'll see the gif of all over the internet. Oh yeah, that's that's great. I love that. Godzilla premiered in 1954, and he kind of kept going until about 1975, and just get kept getting sillier and sillier. And mm-hmm. then they rebooted him in 1984 and tried to get him back to his roots. And again, it kind of descended into silliness again. And then they rebooted it in 2000. And I think that's where we're at now. Absolutely. Have you seen, I know there's been several modern iterations, kind of the Japanese versions and then the more Americanized versions in the most recent years. Have you seen any of those films? I have seen all of those films. Okay. And uh, what is what is your take on those, on those uh, the different approaches that they have now? They are they are both very good. Just looking at the most recent ones, Godzilla minus one, which is still in the theaters, 
is kind of hearkening back to, I think it's kind of a, a remake or an update of the original Godzilla from 1954. Mm-hmm. So it's more of a, 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 a horror, horror movie than there's no camp. And it's almost kind of a man versus nature where nature happens to breathe atomic fire. Mm-hmm. And then the American, the American films I enjoy because they're, they're putting together their own, their, their monster verse is what they're calling it. Mm-hmm. So we've got the Godzilla films and the King Kong films. There's the, the Monarch television show that's on Apple plus. So that kind of fulfills my kind of my complete, the, my completest nature. I like having all of these different avenues and, and media that Godzilla is invading. That's fantastic. Do you feel like those stories are intertwined at all, or do you feel like they're completely separated? I think they're trying to do something similar to what Marvel's been doing, where each of the stories is its own story, but they intertwine into a greater universe or a greater mm-hmm. meta story. Okay. And that's, uh, that's really coming to fruition in the, in the, the Monarch TV show. Yeah, that's what's nice about the the new trend of having TV shows kind of not necessarily spinoffs, but like as additional research items. You can provide so much like context and background to the movies and the, with the TV shows. If you were going to suggest a movie to, if somebody had never seen Godzilla, had never really been exposed to Godzilla before, what would you, where would be a good place for people to start? I would suggest starting with the the original Godzilla in 1954, or okay. if you don't, or if you don't like reading, because that's all in Japanese. Mm-hmm. There was Godzilla King of the Monsters was the American version in 1956, where they kind of edited it a little bit and they spliced in Aaron Burr, Aaron Burr, not Aaron Burr. I, I mean, thought he played Ironsides. I'm forgetting his name. Okay, but uh, they they spliced in an American actor to so that Americans wouldn't have to spend an hour and a half looking at not seeing anybody they recognized interesting i did not i did not know that that's they so, so they they literally put just put in another actor into they, the... put, they spliced in and, and again the the man who played iron sides and i'm completely spacing his name but they spliced him in. and the the funny thing is his he was a, an american reporter that happened to be in japan when godzilla attacks mm-hmm. and the funny thing is his his character's name was steve martin Oh, interesting. So when they they made they made the sequel to this, or in 1984 when they made Return of Godzilla and they tried to reboot the franchise, they brought him back, but there was already a, somebody else named Steve Martin. So when they you, you'll notice in the dialogue they never refer to him by his full name. They always refer to him as either Steve or Mr. Martin. Interesting. I that is wild. I believe his name is Raymond Burr. Raymond Burr. Thank you. Aaron Burr is from Hamilton. Exactly. From Hamilton and from history. But (laughs) but we know Aaron Burr never realized how famous he was going to get and how hundreds of years later that his big claim to fame would be the emotional catharsis of a musical. Musical would be so much better if Aaron Burr had atomic fire breath. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Do you do you think that they could ever pull off a Godzilla musical? I'm sure they could. I mean, there has been music in the Godzilla films, not a lot, but they'd have to they'd have to include Mothra because Mothra has his two little two little women side side characters who are always singing. 
Right, absolutely. I know they did King Kong the musical, and that was a lot of problems with that, the giant puppet and the puppeteers and everything like that. But I feel like what they learned from the King Kong musical, I think they could take that and build it into a Godzilla musical if they really wanted to do it. I think, and they wouldn't have to build a full model, just a foot. Exactly. You just need the foot. You have like a an LED screen behind the stage for it to you know be the atomic fire occasionally, like an eyeball or something like that, looking in at the audience. Yeah, I'm not going to give them all the ideas, but right, if they right. want, they can hire us uh, to help stage uh, this musical. Broadway, uh, call us. Exactly. That's what I, I've been saying that for years. Hopefully, hopefully they'll pick up the phone. Steve, this has been so fantastic. If people wanted to learn more about you or learn more about Godzilla, where would you recommend that they go? They're at Toho Studios, which is the Japanese uh, company that created Godzilla, has a wonderful YouTube channel that has a lot of clips and they've been doing new kind of like mini features and such. So that's a great place to learn more about Godzilla. You can learn more about me by talking to my parents or by finding me at Negative Steve on all of these social medias. Fantastic. See, thank you so much. And I can't thank you enough. This has been just an absolute pure delight. Thank you, Matt. This has been great. Fantastic. My name is Matt Stores, and this has been Matt's Planning. Quick shout out to Ryan Lawson, who made the theme music for Matt's Planning. He's part of Beat Blender Studios, which can be found at Beat Blender Studios on Instagram and TikTok. Or if you're in the market for some amazing music, you can contact him directly at beatblenderstudios at gmail.com.